going on party people welcome back to another episode of o-town, O-Town dreamers. dreamers we are here uh back upstairs again at pilar's big thank you to becky rover for having us here uh pilar's martini bar in winter garden florida um, yay, yay. right next to the garden theater um and we can hear them next door they're rehearsing ragtime right now <laughs> and it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful oh what was that random voice uh ladies and gentlemen uh i'm going to introduce our first guest or christina would you want to introduce our first guest real quick absolutely our first guest is john conan improv master um <laughs> performer extraordinaire super humble and very humble <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but really, before we get into everything, as we always like to start like this, Christina, why don't you tell the people at home why we do this? Yeah, so basically O-Town Dreamers is a podcast and a resource for any aspiring performer who's been told, mm, performing's not realistic. It's not a realistic dream. It absolutely is, and we're here to show you and guide you and learn with you um, the reasons why you can do this, and no matter where you are, there's a place here for you in Orlando to uh, accomplish that dream. And uh, what we also like to preach, even if it's just a base, even if it's a base, mm-hmm. use Orlando as a fun entertainment base too, then go off and pursue your dreams. Also, we're working on those other projects and always come back to good old O-Town, yay, yay. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so, uh, because, you know, this is the, we're getting at a whole bunch of content the first couple of weeks, uh, we don't, we've obviously said a bunch of news, but you know, why, why the heck not? Let's just do, we'll do a quick segment of O-Town News. Um, Christina, just, uh, tell that, she's, yeah, we, I don't really have any news, but, uh, tell that tip that you were going to talk about. Yeah, of course. So, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, what really helped me when I first moved here to Orlando, coming from literally, like, Bum, Eugene. I'll I'll bleep that out. Not (laughs) knowing, like, really where to get started. Get ready for the blipper button for me then. (laughs) No, yes, no, absolutely. Feel free to express yourself. This is an open podcast. Right. So I was uh, sitting in my CP housing apartment on my first CP, and I was. I was thinking like, how can I get into the audition scene here? How, where do I even get started? And I looked on Facebook and I found groups and I just looked up Florida auditions. That was literally what I typed in. And I found so many different groups 
um, where people could post auditions that were happening around town, like local theater, um, workshops and theme park auditions and like film castings. And that proved so helpful to me because that's where I found my first voice teacher. And through her, I went to audition for Entertainment Central and got a job at Sing It. So uh, Facebook groups really helped me to get involved into the community here. So I just wanna uh, give you guys some resources uh, on Facebook so you can go ahead and search these. Um, full sale casting, industry castings and auditions for all talent, East Coast. Casting calls for film slash TV at UCF. Valencia College Film, Orlando Theater Network, dash theater networking and resources in Orlando. Central Florida Auditioners Toolbox, and oh yeah i got that one okay and then disneyauditions.com and also o-town dreamers the podcast where you find all of your entertainment <laughs> audition news there you go um <laughs> so yeah guys go ahead and join all of those groups <clears throat> and i think that you will find them really useful and that's a good place if you're just moving to orlando or thinking of moving to orlando and wanting to get started and if you're going to mention Disney auditions, I would have to say you got to mention Universal auditions. Absolutely. What uh, is wrong with me, of course. Universal uh, Orlando, UniversalOrlando.com, I mm -hmm. think, and uh, slash jobs. Yes. Uh, then you can find uh, auditions for that and sign up for the uh, emails. Email yes. Mm -hmm. Played out. <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, seriously, obviously, first, thanks, thank you for being here. It's awesome. Yes. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm honored to be here. I'm humbled to be here. And I, and it makes me laugh that, that you would call me an improv master because I'm thinking of the people who are listening to this and whose heads would explode. Oh, my goodness. Stop. By hearing you refer <laughs> oh, to me as an improv master. Stop. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Get everyone out of loves, here. Everyone loves John Conan. Um, You're very sweet. <laughs> so, but yeah, but before uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to play a fun game. Uh, we, we always start with like some fun game. Um, uh, just to kind of that that's kind of not based around you, but kind of to showcase things that you do. Um, but real quick, uh, for the people who don't know who you are, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay, I, I am an actor living in Orlando, and that's John Con and everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I tease. Roll credits. I tease. Roll credits. No, go ahead. Slam. <laughs> slam the door and left. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I'm a actor living in Orlando, Florida. I've been here since '93, Ooh. so been here quite a while, um, and been involved in a lot of stuff around town. I've been involved in theme park work. I've been involved in convention work. Uh, I've done uh, so many commercials, uh, a couple films, um, uh, written some plays. Uh, so I've done a lot yeah. of things. A smorgasbord of things. A smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> and now um, recently I'm uh, starting to teach uh, improv at SAC Comedy Lab. Uh, teaching level one improv. And I'm also teaching a course uh, sort of in conjunction with uh, Russ Blackwell. Um, teaching a, an improv for the actor kind of course. Nice. That's, yeah. that's. That's the whole like. That's what I wanted to do at first because like the during sac I did I did sac one. I think that was just sac one. Yeah. But the I think the reason I didn't go move on to sac two because I I thought it would be all actors. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like when when I first did sac mm -hmm. or when I first did sac uh, the university that's what it's called right. 
Um, I, I wanted it. Uh, I was I was like, oh, there's gonna be a whole bunch of actors trying to work on their craft, but which is great for people um, who are not as uh, pretentious as I am um, <laughs> to, to to you know to go in there and they're and they're just like. And there's people like you know trying to get better at you know pu- public speaking and all this right. kind of stuff, which is super cool. Level one is sort of open for uh, that, you know, sort of the hobbyist, uh, the person who is just trying to find something interesting to do. Uh, some people come in there because they they do have that fear of public speaking, um, so it it, it kind of helps them with that. Right. Um, as you get, you know, move further into the program it does sort of like um specialize more for people who are performers mm-hmm. oh I, and i didn't know that that's yeah. great okay yeah. yeah well then i'll then i'll come back, then you should get to back. <laughs> <laughs> no that's awesome um yeah so that, uh, that's that, i know that's just seriously in a nutshell john conan um but uh let's move on to our first uh, segment that we created for you, uh, and we call this Writer's Block. So, uh, John Conan is uh, um, a comedian and uh, 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 also a writer, correct? Yes. And um, and you have a huge uh, ex- relationship with the theme parks. Yeah, I've been with Universal. Since '93, come right? on! I, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, like I'm older than a lot of the people that I work with. I could, I could be their dads. You don't look it though. Uh, thank you. You just don't. You're very sweet. Um, and then I did a stint at Disney. I call it a stint. I was there for 15 years. Uh, <laughs> a stint. I know, but um, yeah, I worked at the Adventures Club on Pleasure Island at Disney for. Uh, 13 years, 14 years, Um, and then like two sort of loose years following the closing of of, uh, Pleasure Island, where I didn't really quite have a home, Mm -hmm. and I was sort of like doing some DEG stuff, and like uh, I I got put into this thing called Welcome Home Wednesday, which was a a thing that we would do for the Disney Vacation Club members, and we had like this little game show, and I was the host of that. That's fun. Which was really fun. Well, speaking of games, um, no, uh, but you all you also got to work on the other side of the table at Universal as, as well. Yeah, doing, doing some directing, which is awesome. So yeah. what we're gonna do for this game is uh, is we're going to um, casually write a show. Casually write our own theme park show Perfect. for yeah. Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, but and so we're gonna we're gonna incorporate writing and improv and theme parks into this. So uh, here's what here's what's gonna happen. We're we're all gonna grab three pieces of paper and they're all individual. One is one is a, a Universal IP. Okay. And the the other two packets are just random nonsense words. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, they're just different suggestions. Uh, for example, one's gonna be like McDonald's hamburger, maybe, or Frozen the Musical. That wouldn't make sense. But or Tiffany Blue ukulele, whatever. Uh, we <laughs> and then she did what? <laughs> 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 it took me a second. I was like, "What?" Uh, um, so anyway, so we're and then uh, after we get those suggestions, we're gonna take you know maybe like two minutes or okay. whatever to just kind of figure out what our new show for Universal Studios <laughs> awesome. is, um, and I'll cut the two minutes off from the show so they're not listening to silence. Uh, but yeah, whoever creates the, the show that we would all 100% go see, okay. that they'll be the winner. Mm. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. So I'm going to re- get our little first baggie. And this and these are all just universal IPs. 
So, uh, everybody take one. You don't have to reveal it. You can, you can look at it yourself. If you want. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And then this is our second bag. And this is just normal, oh, this is just nonsense. Mm -hmm. Nonsense words, right? Oh, no, no, wait. One of them is nonsense words, and one is something dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, to add conflict. Conflict is what makes a story. You'll course. know right away what it is. Oh, there's a, a lot of shark. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get uh, um, a riverboat, uh, a skipper, <laughs> and a shark. Yes. <laughs> All right, so these are just, I, I don't know which ones these are, but these are this is just something else. Part of the equation. Yeah, part of the equation. Oh, mine's blank. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then, well, then pick another one. <laughs> That's your suggestion. That's your suggestion. Can you imagine? <laughs> I had a friend who, are we recording? I had yeah, a friend yeah. who uh, went and got a fortune cookie and opened it, and it was blank. Oh. Your future is <laughs> she was like, You have no future. She had no future. <laughs> she was like, I... I don't want to walk out to the parking lot by myself. Uh, okay, I got one. Is it? Is it? Is, is someone right on it? Yes. Okay, great. And lastly, uh, this is. Um, were those were those the dangerous situations, or was that just random nonsense, Christina? This was uh, the dangerous. Oh, okay. So then this is just a nonsense so is, word. Yeah. All right. No, I do want to. I do want to reveal. Uh, I want. I want us to go around and reveal, and then we'll take this time and figure out what we're gonna do. But uh, we'll start with a guest. Sure. What, what, what? Just so let's let's talk about what's your IP. My IP is Dora the Explorer. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, all right. And uh, your danger word? Frying pan. <laughs> frying pan. Frying pan. And, uh, okay, and... My yeah, nonsense, nonsense word, yeah. Uh, jump ropes. Jump ropes. Jump ropes. Okay. Jump ropes. So, nice. uh, door, something has to do with door the, uh, an attraction or a show that has to do with Dory the Explorer, mm -hmm. uh, frying pan, sure. and a jump rope. Mm -hmm. Or ropes, to be exact plural, won't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christina, <laughs> Christina? Yes. Uh, so, what's your IP? So, my IP was Frankenstein. Oh, my solid. My dangerous thing was a shock collar. Ew. And my nonsense word was a toothpick. Oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, th that might go together. It's going to be great, Sage. No, all right. that might go together. Uh, okay, my IP. Mine actually would just would, would just be the ride. Uh, mine's Jurassic Park. Ah. Uh, an electric fence. <laughs> what in the heck? <laughs> and doctor gloves. So, like, that'll be my... <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my catalyst. So I love that they're called Doctor Gloves, <laughs> not, not, not rubber gloves. gloves. Right, right, so, right, yeah. right. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, those things that uh, doctors use. Doctors so, gloves. Hey, hey everybody. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, and your time begins now. Are you good? So we're walking into a pitch meeting? <laughs> yeah. Yes, why not? Just like that Jackbox game. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, we'll welcome, uh, we'll, we'll have welcome John into the boardroom. Yes, please, come in, sit down, John. <laughs> okay, picture this. Right. It's a frying pan. It is a, it is a massive frying pan, all right? And, and, and in it is, is all like things that will, that will pop. Like that will that could like burn you like lava. You know how like you, you when you when you were a kid you would like jump on the furniture and the floor would be lava. 
Yeah, mm. we all did that, right? Yeah, right. 100%. completely, one hundred percent. No, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, so the whole base of the stage is is uh, frying lava, okay? Oh. And uh, floating around is like uh, you know frying stuff like uh, like a like a bacon strip, you know, <laughs> and uh, and a, and a, and an egg. Yes, you know, and uh, some some sausage links. Breakfast food. Yeah, all, all things should fry up. Uh, we could have like a like a okay like a store fry uh, section there too with yes. like uh -huh. carrots and and celeries and stuff. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Dora, the explorer, she uh, she's got a friends. You know, she's got map, right? <laughs> she's got the the the, the, the monkey. The, the Boots. monkey. Boots. The monkey kid. Yeah, and the uh, and the the Diego. Is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, great. Okay, so they have to they have to cross the frying pan to get to their their destination, which is uh, the the sacred temple of Jum Propes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, unless they get into the sacred temple of Jum uh, Propes. Uh, the whole the whole universe will explode. Oh, all no. right, if they, if they if they don't make it. Yeah. Oh. All right. So uh, that's what happens. They they jump around on bacon's. They jump around on eggs. They're flying around all over the place. Uh, they they end up in the stir fry. Uh huh. But in the end, Dora and her you know her map, <laughs> her map, uh, solve the situation and they they make it up to the temple of Jum Propes. And uh, they saved the day. Oh! I have I have two questions. Uh-huh. Uh, one, is it a musical? Of course. Okay, good. Of course it is. And two, when can you start? <laughs> You're hired. You're hired. Tomorrow. You're I hired. Like, okay, all right, that's good. I, I like that Like it started off as John Connon and halfway went into <laughs> a Jewish mother. Like, yeah, Dora, you never call. You never call anymore. <laughs> You're always in danger. Uh, that's I'm brilliant. so worried about you. You need uh, better friends, honey. Uh, too much. Uh, all right, do you want me to go? Or you want to go next? I can go next. All uh, right. You know, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. So picture this, you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, it's, it's a ride. It's an attraction. Sure. Very much like sure. a la Transformers Ooh. or Spider-Man, a, a simulated moving ride. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh-huh. And you're in Frankenstein's lab. You, you're in, you wake up and you're like, whoa, where am I? Why are we here? I'm you already see, nervous. You party, you're I've right. Been, and you wake up and you're in Frankenstein's lab and then you see <gasps> Frankenstein rise oh from God. his table, right? <laughs> and he appears to have a shock collar, right? You, know, you notice that. And then a, a button lights up in front of you and your party, right? Sure, sure. You have five times to shock him to stop him oh. so you can get away. But So like a Buzz Lightyear. Yes, but you only have a limited amount of shocks you can give him. Okay, okay. okay. And you're trying to get out of the lair, but the only way that you can get out is by using toothpicks. I'm right? listening. Okay. Right? You have to look around and navigate with your group, kind of like a little Millennium Falcon ride over at Galaxy's Edge. Nice. Uh, where you can control the... Uh, the the, the, the moving car. The ride car? system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you can move around and try and find the toothpicks. And you find the toothpicks, but you're not, you run out of shocks so you can give Frankenstein. What is the vehicle? That's, That's that what I want to know. That's question. Right, right, right. That would be an operating table. Of course. That, a gurney. That can move. A gurney. A gurney, yes. if you will. That can move. The gurney. Right? Sure. And you have to successfully obtain the toothpicks to pry the, the door open so you can escape. And if, and if you don't, 
Frankenstein will shock you. Oh, good. No, good. This <laughs> he will place the shock children of all ages. <laughs> shock your entire car. Yes. It'll shock your and entire it'll, garden. It'll, it'll move the whole car and everything. I think it'll be great. So yeah. use those shocks sparingly. Yes. Uh, throughout the ride. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. This is. You have to continue the Jewish. This voice. is too funny. I, I don't. I don't do Jewish well, but I do like a weird, like uh, gang, gangster thing. Brooklyn A. Brooklyn A. Hey, hey I'm the I'm the hard one here. Um, okay, so okay. this is like like figment, you know, figment, right? The this, dragon. The dragon. The the purple of, of imagination. It's a dragon, right? Yes, it's a dragon. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. this this is like a ride for children, right? Okay. So. Uh, the big thing that I miss about theme parks is original characters. Oh yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Original character, not not sure. all this you know IP nonsense. I like get you. less so. So I, I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to Grover the Glove. Oh, Grover the Glove. The Doctor Glove. The Doctor Glove. There's <laughs> Grover the Glove, and he uh, is uh, he's a lovable character. Got a big face. Got sure. A, got a big smile. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you're actually in another, you know, your, your cart is a glove. Oh, yeah. I see. So yeah. a glove within a glove. A glove within a glove. All right. Mm-hmm. Re really, uh, uh... Meta. <laughs> meta. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, you know, you get into this glove and you meet Grover for the first time. You're traveling along and then, you know, the animatronic is like, Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> If I had one dream, it would be to see dinosaurs. And so he falls asleep in front of the TV. Of course. Right. And so then all of a sudden the TV expands and you travel through the TV. All right. Okay. All right. And he, was, he happened to be watching Jurassic Park, the movie. Right. Okay. So now, now we're in Jurassic Park, but because we're now inside the TV. And we're traveling along, and we see Glovey, little Grover Glovey. Grover Glovey. Yeah, like swinging in on a vine, saying, I'm the dinosaurs now! <laughs> I see no problems with this. Okay, but whatsoever. it's... Whatsoever. seems in budget. No, but listen, and so uh, travel along, we see some uh, some pterodactyls. Sure. Uh, we, uh, because the P is not silent. <laughs> Right, no. not not in the glovey no world. No all the silence, my peas. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, and we tr keep traveling along, and then things take a turn for the worse. A turn. Oh shit. So listen, we you know, then you know dinosaurs start to attack him. Mm -hmm. They allergic to latex. They have a, a, a latex discrimination thing that well, we that they probably genetically engineered it like the other thing that they did. Right, right. In the, in the movie. R oh, right, exactly. <laughs> it took me a second to They're get all there. Female. Uh -huh. And they're all lactating, <laughs> la la latex intolerant. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Uh, lactating latex is what I heard. <laughs> um, so anyway, so it, things take the turn for the worst. He's going along, and then he's running away from this dinosaur, and boom, he hits an electric fence. <gasps> okay. Blackout. <gasps> Strobe lights. He wakes up back on the couch. The whole thing was a dream, and you exit the ride. I love it. Oh. I love it. Wow. Okay. So uh, out of the three rides, we all we've, we've all got we've all got great things, but we can only build one. Okay. Which one are we gonna build? Hmm. I am a fan of musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Giving jobs to performers. Giving jobs to performers. So sure. I'm sure. gonna I'm gonna have to go. Uh, um. Uh. The Dora and the Magical Map. 
and the and the sure and what? the jump rope. Oh, the uh, jump rope. Land of jump. The land of jump. Jump probes. Jump probes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Christina? I like it. Um, I'm going to uh, build mine. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what she I'm says, gonna go. Screw you. Screw you <laughs> and your musical and yeah, your friend you know, and musical. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll all look right. in the budget, see if we can do all of them. <laughs> well, that's that's right. We're all winners here. <laughs> Yay! And scene freeze frame. Free frame. <laughs> oh, good job, guys. <laughs> John, that was a bunch of fun. Uh, Christina, yes. roll with a mama. Right, so this is NPR. This is where things get very serious, <laughs> and we have no fun at all. And None at all. PBS voices. Right. Yes. No, that's not what we do here, right? We're fun. We're fun. So uh, yeah, what no. brought you to Orlando originally? You're I not originally it. from here, correct? Correct. Yeah, so what brought um, you here? Like, why O-Town? Well, why O-Town? That's an interesting question. Let me see. Um... So I graduated uh, from the theater department at University of Michigan, and my friends were all dispersing, mm -hmm. uh, and they were doing the big markets. Uh, some of, like half of my friends went to New York, and half of my friends went to LA, mm -hmm. and I was too like overwhelmed by that prospect of doing that. Right. Uh, so um, we were kind of like. So me and my partner, we were, we were, you know, wondering what the next step was going to be. We talked about moving to Chicago mm. because I had always, I have always wanted to do like, I've loved SNL from when I was a child. Right. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, you know, Second City was in Chicago and like that was something that I was always drawn to, this idea of going to Chicago. In the meantime, we decided oddly to move to Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is random yeah. and weird. Why? Because it was summer and some of our friends were like, we're going to go down and work in the hotels and we're going to make bank. Uh. And we were like, okay, let's do that. Because we're, we're like, we have no, nothing is tying us to Ann Arbor, Michigan. We were just kind of like, like I said, we we're just kind of floating. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hadn't quite committed to moving to Chicago yet. And so these friends were like, let's move to Hilton Head, South Carolina. And we were like, okay. <laughs> so we hopped in the car and we, sure enough, moved to South Carolina. And we were there for the summer and it was awesome. And it was like a college party. Like it was just all these college kids and we had a blast. Hell yeah. But we didn't have a plan beyond Labor Day. So Labor Day hit and literally the island dies it turns into a ghost town oh. and all of our friends left and then we were like <laughs> oh no what are we doing <laughs> oh no and we had these like five random months where we were like seriously like losing all the money that we uh made over the summer we were like we made bank we did and then we blew it all uh, uh, as you do yeah. yeah um so in the mean in that in the interim of that my mother and my father were here in Orlando. And at that time, they were building an infrastructure for, they called it Hollywood East. And they were like, we are going to, you know, we're making movies Didn't here. Didn't we literally just say East LA? We literally, yeah. that's, that's something we've said yeah. I mean, that was a thing. They yeah. called it, they were like, Orlando, Florida is Hollywood East. And wow. uh, they they built, you know, Universal Studios. Right. They built uh, MGM uh, Studios at, at Disney. Mm -hmm. um, and the infrastructure was there, you know, the, the sound stages, the, the jobs, like all of that was here. So it was just like, and it, 
you know, my mom and dad were very encouraging and they said, you know, you'll probably do really well down here. So we were like, okay. And yeah, so that's what we did. We moved down here and we were kind of were like, probably be here for like five years and just like, you know, <laughs> and then go to one of the do bigger the markets, thing. Yeah. Right. you know? Um, and then we got down here and I got the job at Universal right away. Wow. And then I started to... As a performer? No, I was actually, I worked on a ride. Oh, was, oh, cool. Well, but, do tell. But I, was on a sp I was on the confrontation ride. It was a spieling ride. So it did feel like... Like an actor job. Like an actor job. Yeah. Oh, cool. Confrontation, that was the, that was the trolley, the, the car, the car, the... Mm -hmm. uh, God, what's, what's it called? It was called? a um, cable car. Cable car, thank yeah. you. Um, the Roosevelt Island tram. Oh, I, I remember yeah. that ride. I loved it. Yeah, and then you encounter King Kong, and it was this massively tall uh, animatronic. You should look it up on YouTube if you oh, get a okay, chance. It's very okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we did this five-minute spiel, and we went around this ride, and we did it like three times, and then we got a break, and then you had to, you know, do the other responsibilities of running the ride. Mm -hmm. So you did. That was your kind of like hour. Was that you? had a little break you did 15 minutes in this one location 15 minutes in the other location and then okay. 15 minutes circling the tram um so it I, and i was like i'm treating the, i was so like pretentious about it i'm like i'm treating this like an acting job yes and and i was like i'm gonna i'm going to have the opportunity to repeat this monologue over and over and over again and i need to make it fresh and i need to make it interesting mm -hmm. for each new audience I love that it. I have and that was my attitude and uh, so I did that for a year and then I did get cast um, as uh, Barney Rubble like live-action Barney Rubble they were promoting Flintstones, the Flintstones oh, movie. yeah so I was based off of the Rick Moranis did you ever do that musical they did a they did a Flintstones musical at the parks a long time ago I that may have been before your time though no, I did every every live action Barney Rubble thing that was at Universal. I did. There, there, no, maybe not a music. Maybe it was a stage show. There was a stage we show. We had right? a Christmas show. Was that okay. the one you're talking maybe. about? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because we did have a we did have a Christmas show, which was hilarious. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> we had the live action Flintstones. We had some uh, Hanna Barbera characters, and um, yeah, and it was in that's front awesome. Of, yeah, in front of the the big Christmas tree. And it was a blast. Nice. Um, uh, while you're talking about your theme park career, um, what, because uh, <clears throat> oh, you posted a picture of you uh, the other day, or maybe actually I was going through your Facebook to look at, to find your headshot picture. Sure. Um, and there was one of you holding the smoke cannon uh, near yes. Island of Adventure. <laughs> um, so obviously you've done a bunch of things. I've done a ton of do stuff. You, what, do you have like your top, Obviously, besides a sing it host, or do you have your right. top two, top two or three favorite uh, things you've done in the parks? That obviously, if, if you have to be vague, go for it. But I don't, I don't think I need to be vague. Um, I think the the as far as like camaraderie and like just a fun, amazing group to work with, it was the Flintstones. Sure, mm -hmm. we just the four of us. We we became such great friends right and we would have these just stories like the, the things that guests would say to us and we would just be like oh my god <laughs> like what would come out of people's mouths um <laughs> for example one time we were out there on the street and this guy comes up and he goes what are you the porno flintstones <laughs> 
And my my Betty at the time, a woman I love, she's out in LA right now, she was so appalled at the question that she didn't even think and she just like looked at him and as loudly, she went, the porno Flintstones? <laughs> like as loud as she could be and we're like, there are a million children around. Right. Like for one, it was bad enough that it's, it was said. Sure. And then like. Repeated <laughs> by. With repeated with anger and just like. <laughs> so. Um, but, but, it was, but truly at the end of the day, it was a compliment to you guys because you guys were so we attractive. Were so hot. Yeah. We were like so hot. Um, but that was, that was one of the funnest uh, gigs because the, the group itself, the group dynamic was so much fun. We laughed all the time. And uh, just fun characters to play. And the fact that the Flintstones were known by everyone. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I've played characters that people often mistook for other characters. Sure. You know, and you, I, for example, I did Stan Laurel, Love Laurel and Hardy. And people were constantly like Charlie Chaplin. That and uh, the, the Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? Uh, and I'd be like, you know, we'd be like, that's that's not our bet. <laughs> I literally had this woman like, wait, like I'm doing Stan Laurel. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm doing the hair the hair thing, and I'm like, that's not our bet. <laughs> and and she she looks at her family and she's like, he doesn't know the bet. And we're like. <laughs> It's not you, idiot. <laughs> That's up. How funny. long did that go for? Uh, what, Laurel and the Hardy? The, or the Flintstones. Flintstones. Flintstones was sort of off and on. Uh, they kind of brought the Flintstones to promote the film, and then uh, it went away, and then uh, promoting, it was Christmas, so we did a Christmas show. Promoting and then Christmas. We were promoting Christmas. Uh, promoting but then this, this Christmas. <laughs> exactly, the Flintstones. This uh, <laughs> like you've never seen it before. Um, and then the the second movie came out, the Viva Rock Vegas movie, where they were they were like younger versions of themselves. So then I was doing that as well, oh, okay. um, which was really fun. And then uh, at some point they were like, we need to put these guys in the park all the time, which was awesome. Yeah. And then um, it was my forty hour gig. Dang, I, I did dude. that five days a week. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so there was that. And then the other the other gig that I loved was uh, playing in Disaster. Uh, and Disaster yeah. was like, for me, it was very, um, it taught me a lot because it was literally just me holding a room right. for 20 something minutes. Right. I mean, we had, we had the script and we had, um, you know, the, the assistance of of all of our, you know, we had our techs and our ops teams. Sure. It was all of that. Um, but it really felt like, okay, I'm the one person that people are watching here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I feel like I learned a lot as a performer because I also had to stall a lot. Mm. And so then it was like, oh, okay. You a lot know. of lot of improv? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of improv, a lot of like in the moment going, how am I going? How am I going to uh, entertain these people for an unknown period of time? Mm -hmm. Like, if, for example, if the train had gone down or or whatever, if there was a, just a delay on the platform, and we were kind of like, okay, now I'm 
now I'm suddenly like having to go off script uh -huh. and engage people yeah. in in a unexpected way, and and it it really taught me a lot as a performer. It reminds yeah. me of like uh, what is it, like uh, sorry Poseidon's Fury that kind of has the yeah, same kind of deal. Exactly. Where you just have to start start talking, and you then just start talking, and 25 minutes later, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the strangest one you ever did? And then we'll obviously get back to our questions. I'm just curious, the strangest one you ever did? Uh, theme park cake you ever did? The strangest was probably that one that you took that you talked about the picture of. Is uh, we <laughs> <laughs> when Islands of Adventure opened up, we had a an X Men show, and it was on the street. That's awesome. Yeah, and so I Iowa was opening up, and I was you know super excited because it was a whole new opportunity, like a, a ton of new jobs. And, and I really wanted to, I was really at that time trying to get into shape and like do some of the stunt shows because I really wanted to do the Wild West stunt show um, at the time. And so I was like doing my pull-ups and I was like, you know, really trying hard. And I wanted to be in the Sinbad stunt show um, nice. as Kebab. And uh, so I was like really training to do that and I didn't end up getting that job and it was a real bummer for me, but then they offered me this street show, and the 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 name of the character was the Heckler, and I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm playing the Heckler, and I know <laughs> nothing about Marvel, like I know nothing about these characters. Is that a real character? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, right. and so then I was like looking it up, like I was trying to like, I'm gonna do my research, I'm gonna find out everything there is to know Backstory. about this character, yeah, backstory, motive. motivation, my origin story. Wants needs, yes. <laughs> Nothing, because it was a universal creation. Sure. Um, so that made me laugh. But I was. Was I, it a superhero character? No. It, the idea of it was that the um, the X Men were coming out. There, we had an Xavier at the time. Uh, uh, Storm, Rogue, and Wolverine were in the <laughs> show, and then I, as the heckler, was in the crowd protesting mutants. So I became oh, like dude. The, the bad villain. guy. That's dope. Yeah, that's really cool. And so they they like dispatched me a couple times, and then uh, at the end of the show, I went up on top of that popcorn stand yeah. with that gun, and <laughs> I was you know spraying the crowd with this CO2 cannon, uh, and uh, then uh, Storm would come from like the top of the next building, she would uh, slide for life uh, down to me and then just kick my butt. Slide for life is zip line. In, yeah, she'd like zip line oh, down. Cool. Stunt world. Yeah, oh totally. And uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's awesome. We did that for the summer. Sorry, for my, I'm it was curious. super weird though. No, yeah. I love and that. So, so for everybody listening, you had many crazy weird opportunities here in Orlando. Absolutely. Oh, so many. <laughs> Appeal to so the, many to weird, the weird, weird side of you. So how long have you been doing improv total in in your life experience and then here in Orlando? Well, that's why I laugh at the the, the being called a, an improv master because <laughs> it, it, I, I have always, I have stumbled into these opportunities and it's it's been amazing because I've sort of skipped a lot of the training and been thrown into the fire to, to do these jobs. But, so, and, it, and that's still training, though. It's, it's training by true. experience. I mean, that's how most of us got into the business. Right. It's, like, it's, it's experience. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's definitely training. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But then people will ask me these, like, you know, tell me about your... Educate, your training. Your training and your... How often do you do Meisner? Right. <laughs> right. And, like... Or, or these, like, legendary improv writers and these people who 
who write books about improv, and I'm like, I, I haven't read those. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know who they even were. Like, people were talking in these, like, formats. That when I did start, okay, anyway, to back up, um, when I did move here and mm -hmm. when I was working at the Kong Ride, I met uh, this guy, David, and David was had a gay improv troupe, and he liked my show uh, in, on the spieling thing, and he was like, we need you to be in our improv troupe. And I was like, okay. <sighs> so... Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and then sounds so, legit. Yeah. And so we we got that we had this group together and we were we were called Florida's Freshest Fruit. <laughs> we were we were called the Improbabilities was our name. That's awesome. And our our guy Troy who put us together, um, he was sort of like training us with these short form games. Um, but I had never like experienced that before. So, but we ended up like getting venues and we were doing shows regularly. And um, th there was a, a wonderful actor from Pleasure Island uh, who was in the Comedy Warehouse who was just checking out because it was improv and he wanted to check it out in the community. And he saw us uh, he, and he would come frequently and he, he would say, you know, you'd be really great at, over at Disney. You should try this out. You should come and audition. So. Uh, I did go into audition there, and I got to work at the Adventurers Club. Oh, so it, cool. Yeah, and the Adventurers yeah. Club was this wonderful mix of scripted things, cabaret, and improv. Mm -hmm. Because we would be out on the floor for 20 minutes, and all we had was our character. That was it. Mm -hmm. And we were... We were literally mingling with people and creating moments and it's awesome and just yeah yeah it, and the, talk about like those people were so amazing mm. and I would just sit there in awe and I'd be like I can't believe I work here like totally. I can't believe I got cast in this right you know and so they were wonderful wonderful people to learn from. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, so simultaneously I got the, the Barney Rubble thing, which was also throwing me out into the street and just saying, make something happen. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, as just be this character and, and interact with people and make funny things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, that's what I spent my life doing. And um, so fast forward to 2000. 2012, I think it was, okay. um, where SAC Comedy Lab, and I had always gone to SAC Comedy Lab like mm. as an audience member and been like, oh man, this is awesome. I would love to do this. Um, so you knew about it before coming I to knew, Orlando? Yeah, I knew. Well, not before I came to Orlando, but over the course of being here in Got Orlando. You. Then I was like, became, I knew about it. Mm -hmm. And I knew people who did it. And I thought, uh, this would be so much fun. I got to get into this. I got to try this. And it was always one of those things where... I, I did always go, but I am doing it professionally. Like I am being paid to do it. So I don't know that I should, I don't know that I need the classes because I'm, I'm already doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I, it was this weird thing where I was like, I probably don't need the intro level and I probably sh could come in at a second or third level mm -hmm. at this point in my life. But mm -hmm. I, it was sort of a back burner, and I, I was always a very busy 
to begin with anyway, because mm -hmm. uh, Pleasure Island kept me extremely busy, mm -hmm. uh, and Universal. So I was working those two jobs. And finally, it it just so happened, the, the club was closed, um, Pleasure Island was, was sort of out of my life, and I had a lot of evenings free. And uh, my friend Chase Paget, mm -hmm. uh, who is we talked about him last night, amazing. Yeah, Chase is awesome. He is, and and just a wonderful human being. But he, they were having this sort of um, Sack sort of had a a shift in in creative management. Sure. And one of the things that the new uh, regime wanted to do was do these community. Um, Mashups. So they reached out to people that were well known, and they would say we they would invite us to come in and perform um, with the ensemble. And so all of the all of my friends were doing this, and I was <laughs> like, I want to do this. I really want to get into this. Yeah. And Chase was like, You need to do this. So I ended up getting a message out, and Mike Carr like invited me to to get up there and perform. I yeah. was so nervous because it was all these short form games that I, I I wasn't familiar with. And I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing up here? Um, and then Chase wanted, invited me to be a part of his brawl team. We did the sack brawl, which was like, <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of that. What is it? Some, some it well, okay, so we had it. It was kind of like a tournament, like a like an improv tournament. Oh, fun! And each team was themed. You could just come up with whatever theme you wanted, um, and you would come out and do the. And it was just wild. It was like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty on a Saturday night, mm -hmm. and it was nuts. Um, so our team <laughs> was the man aerobics, <laughs> and our. Our theme was that we we had been bitten by a radioactive aerobics instructor and turned from mild-mannered IT guys into aerobics. So so from the heckler to this, you're just always yes. looking for your <laughs> exactly. origin story. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> these are some amazing roles. That's funny. But we, <laughs> we, we had these tight pink shorts and these like white beater shirts on and I had commissioned this costumer to create us these nerd tearaway uh, outfits so we came out looking like these IT guys and then we'd play some song and we'd just rip all of this off amazing yeah and then we were we were uh, legends we won see there we go we won <laughs> yeah and, Commission uh, your local customer. Yeah, yeah. And, but then you and then you obviously proceeded to perform at SAC more and more. Yeah. And more. So then I then I did get invited to be a part of SAC, and I was put into their next gen cast, right? Uh, which is uh, like one of the student uh, casts. Uh, they have their lab rats on Tuesdays, and they have the next gen on Wednesday nights, and then the ensemble was is their weekend people. Uh, and they're professional people, they get paid to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, so gradually, like over the year, over the couple of years, um, I was invited to become a host, and then I was invited to become a part of the Gorilla Theater cast, right. uh, which is on Friday nights, and then shortly thereafter, like I'd done that for a, a little bit of a while, and then I was kind of like, Let's do it. Can I be in the ensemble? Right. And they were like, yes, of course. So the cool, I think the thing to take away from this story, and it's something that I try and tell all theme park performers in general, or even if you have a spieler job, is that you, that, that you're not pretentious by saying, I'm going to, I'm going to 
treat this seriously. <laughs> you no, you do. You treat everything, whether you're uh, whether you're um, you know a, a Barney Rubble or a or a or a Grover glove. Grover glove. <laughs> Grover yep. glove. Yep. You treat it like it's Hamlet. Or, you know, because and it gets, yeah. because if you don't, and that's, and the reason that you did was the reason that y- you were noticed and where, how you got to where you are now. I mean, that, that's, you taking it seriously is what got it started. I do think that's critical. And I, and I, I think that there are people who kind of look down on theme park as work and, mm. uh, you know, cause for whatever reason, um, but you know. I I can honestly say that since I became an adult, uh, 100% of my earnings yeah. are from performing. Yep. I think you know? I remember you saying that you didn't have a like a, a waiting tables type job I never when you did. moved here. It was like yeah, awesome, dude. Yeah. And it, we just high fived. Yeah, I never did, and not and I'm not looking down on that at no, all. No, no, no. Um, but. But I do take some pride in the fact that I, that is, how I've made my living has been performing, performing. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I I think it is about commitment. I think it's about taking it seriously and giving it all you've got. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So is there is there a point where you wanted to move to LA or New York? There, it always like pops up, you know, like every once in a while because I, you know, I have friends who are very successful, mm-hmm. and you know, it's kind of like, oh man, why not me? You know, in that in sure. that sense, you know. Um, but I do look at I do look at the quality of life that I have here in Orlando, and which is extremely important to me. Yeah. Um, and again, I go back to, this is, I think this is a funny story, but I, do, I have a friend who moved out to LA um, like probably a decade or two ago. Uh, and he wanted me to move out there. He was like, you should come with me. We should go out there. And um, I was like, I looked at him and I went, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to become a famous person. Uh. And he laughed at me, and he he, he started laughing at me, and he goes, "Oh, like you're gonna go out to LA and become a famous person like that?" And I went, I looked at him, and I went, "Well, then, what is the point?" Yeah, well, what is the point? Because I'm doing whatever I would want to be doing. I'm doing it here, right? So the only other thing would be to be a celebrity, mm-hmm. or you know, or I mean, you know, and of course. There's the I could get on a TV show and I could make a whole lot more money. Sure, mm-hmm. that would be a, that would be a whole different thing, but the sort of amount of hustling that is involved right. in order to do that a lot. is um, I was like I was weighing like what I already have, right? And like you know, yeah. So and, and I, I think you're super talented. I think you could be a celebrity, but I don't think I could ever see you as a celebrity. Because I feel like, you know, you'd be sitting there doing your crossword puzzles <laughs> and somebody would come up to you and be like, oh, yes, oh hello, it's me, oh, John yes, Conan. So of course you're going to have my, my friends call My friends call me JC. Sign this for you. The other thing that always makes me laugh is like listening to, listening to celebrities like, <laughs> have those moments where people a mistake them for somebody else, like they they think they're a different actor, um, or they 
they expect that somebody wants their autograph and the person like absolutely does not or like what <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> like like anticipating needing it wanting a selfie and like okay i'll take a picture with you and they're like i don't even know who you are <laughs> so I'm, like, um, I'm like i'm fine with my anonymity <laughs> i literally just listened to a story i just watched it uh, i was on the hollywood game night or something with jane lynch and yeah. donald Faison. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. did you it was is, is this, I'm t yeah yeah I, that was one of the most recent ones that i had talked about so her. the story the story goes uh donald Faison was like walking down the street and saw uh, this girl with the shirt on and he was on the shirt. Yeah. Like his face was on the shirt. I and think he, it was a clueless shirt or, or it was either a scrubs, or scrubs or, or something. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And so he walks over and he goes, hey, you want to take a picture? And she goes, <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> and then so they start taking pictures and then finally the, or like the guy that was with it goes, oh, hey, that dude's on your shirt. And she was like, she had no idea. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And he's like, well, why do you think we're taking a picture? <laughs> Oh my God! It's hilarious. No. Um, I, I love Kathy Bates tells a story where she had like been on this red carpet thing or whatever, and was like signing autographs, and uh, it was this big, you know, hubbub or whatever, and all these celebrities were around, and so the people. She was like, "Do you do you want my autograph?" And they were like, "Okay." And so then she like started signing all these autographs, and like after everything was done, like people had cleared out. She just saw these like pa papers of her autograph like on the ground. Oh no! And I just like. Oh no! <laughs> so sad. It's so weird. It's so sad. That I was like, oh, I don't, I don't even want, um, I don't even want any of that. You yeah, know? yeah. Before totally. we move on to your writing yes. um oh, uh, yeah. do you do you just want to put us uh, because we have time because we didn't do news we, go, we get or we didn't do a lot of news do you want to put us through like a short three minute improv masterclass that if you want to if that you can obviously include us or if you just want to just talk at us um and you don't you can literally say no <laughs> You'd be like, I'm not prepared. I don't know. Or you just tell us the f top five basic rules of improv, or I could or, tell you like a couple things. Sure. I, I, a yeah. couple things that I that I think of. Um, listening is so important. Listening to what is happening around you is really important. Yep. Um, also, being prepared to to let go of your planning, let go of your agenda, hmm. like coming into a scene. Um, one of the things that happened to me very recently, um, which I thought was really, it was so interesting to be in the moment for me, but we, we had the scene and this suggestion, I cannot remember what the suggestion was, um, but I, I walked onto the stage and I, I was like, I'm gonna be, cause I think it was Shakespeare. I think it was like Shakespeare or something like that. And so I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna be a Shakespeare, I'm gonna be a guard. Mm -hmm. So I like walked onto the stage and then my partner started talking to me like I was her, her colleague, you know, like whatever. And so then I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, we're not guards, uh, we're something else. And so then I'm, I'm listening to her and I'm like, okay, we're not guards. I'm not a guard. We're not guards. And then she says, uh, the, she goes, the tree house. And like all of a sudden I'm like, I went from like three things that I came into the scene 
with, mm -hmm. and all of them just went bink, 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 gone, gone, gone. Uh, uh, and then I was like, okay, we're now we're, I'm a yeah. kid, and it's a treehouse, and I hadn't even talked yet. Right. I hadn't even said anything <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, trippy. And so then I was like, all right. But it, those are yeah. the best moments, though. Like, it was really groovy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, um, so I think I think maybe I was at a sack show, or, or it was maybe it was something, uh, but I. Uh, the funniest moment I've ever seen where he, he walked on with this like like this like angry face and personality he walks on stage and uh, the guy that's with him he goes oh hello honey he goes hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like changes his whole thing it's like, it's like well I guess you gotta do it. you know your planning is, is yeah it's it, worthless it, well it also it kind of like you you do your partner a disservice to like come in and and not listen to them or, right. or, or to try to steer it to into like what you're doing mm -hmm. and it's not to say get rid of your character because that can be super fun too to come in like no I am a guard and now I am we are I am guarding this treehouse like like that was that was a route I could have done and that might have been interesting but like I said, I hadn't even said anything yet. And I was just like walking, I was just coming onto the stage and because of, I was listening to her, then I was like, all right, there we go. Mm -hmm. I've gone through three different yeah. agendas here and now we can do the scene. And it was a, it was a really funny scene. And I, of course, yeah. you had to be there. <laughs> it sucks, <laughs> had to be there. So listen to yourself, you know, abandon your planning if you have to. Yeah, abandon planning. Uh, just kind of, you know, come onto the stage and be present. You know, buying into circumstances too, like immediately, uh, is also very important. Um, kind of seeing that environment around you, um, and kind of getting an idea of where you are. And if you, we talk about that a lot too, you know, if you don't know where you are, tell, just say where it is, say what it is. And then your partner would be like, "Thank God, because I didn't know. Yeah, where, I didn't yeah. know where we were either." <laughs> right. You know. um. <laughs> can, can I tell you, uh, Adam Delmedico? Yeah. You know. Okay. So we have a obviously, you know, the cardinal rule of improv: yes and all that kind of stuff. Of course. Um, uh, so we have a fun game we like to play called No But. No But. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, uh, we used to play it, and he said, "I was like, hey, uh, I'm pumped to go to the or I was I pumped to go to the zoo with you." He's like, "No, I'm not. But your grandmother's dying." <laughs> What? Oh, God. oh no, that's that's terrible. Well, I guess we should go check on her. No, we won't. But Target just opened. <laughs> just complete non sequiturs. Like, Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, listening is very important. Uh, obviously, uh, um, being present on this on the in the environment, um, have, having an offer, but being ready to kind of. Ditch that offer. Ditch the yeah. Ditch the agenda. Yeah. It's weird. Agenda and offer. They're they're kind of different things, um, because agenda means you're gonna stick to it no matter right. what. Right. Right. And like, it it can get just very weird. Agenda. Mm -hmm. Agenda is the is the big picture. Offer is the is the small detail. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of like start the thing off. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um. Those are good. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Um, no. Those are awesome. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Get into get into the writing, Christina. So you write. I You're do. You're a writer. I do like to um, write. What are the things you typically write most? Is it films, plays? Uh, a little of both. A little of both. I, I I've written a couple feature films. Um, 
that I'm really hoping somebody will buy. And I've want. read one of them. They're, it's so good. Thank you. So Thank good. You. What? They're, how can you? How can I read them? Wait, where do I go to read them? Um, we just email you. You had to be there. You had to be there. Oh well, now <laughs> now I feel left out. Now I'm gonna have to read it. Um, but I also do write short plays mm -hmm. as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I've taken some. I've taken some of the feature length scripts that I've written, and I've I've tried to break them into like a little half hour pilot mm -hmm. to to sort of see if we could take this feature and create a TV show kind yeah. of around it. Um, so, yeah. How many of those, uh, of what you've written um, over the years, have been produced? The the short plays have been produced um, nice. at ArtSake, which is really great. ArtSake mm -hmm. is a terrific... Um, Shout out to ArtSake. It's a great acting school to... Uh, great acting studio nice. in town. So the OG to uh, uh, acting school mm -hmm. in town. Um, yeah, uh, Yvonne Suhor uh, sadly has passed, mm -hmm. uh, but the environment that she created was really is really special, and it continues, and that's that's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that she created was this Play to Luna thing that she that we do every fall, mm -hmm. and it showcases the students and it helps the students get in front of uh, industry people, you know, casting directors, agents, um, that sort of thing, and so. We do these eight short plays um, every fall, and uh, they're, oh, so they're cool. They're crazy. Yeah. And this oh year, God. we just recently, for the spring, started. Uh, this was our first one. We started a, a Luna Dramatique, which is a dramatic version of Luna. Luna is wild, wild crazy, funny, raunchy, raunchy, crazy, nuts. It's a good time. It's a super fun time. And then the the. Uh, Dramatique is like, wow, okay, it's it's more grounded. It's sure. like, yeah. Much, yeah, get emotional. Yeah, it could get really emotional, so mm -hmm. super fun. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've had uh, several things uh, produced there. Um, I produced my own, a couple web series um, because I was like, okay, well, I've <laughs> got to get my stuff out there. Right. You know, somehow. So my writing partner and I... Um, we created this web series and, and shot it. And then uh, I partnered up with uh, another set, another team, and we created this, uh, this is why I'm single uh, web series. I, I saw a couple other sets of that as well. Yeah, yeah, th yeah, it's kind of like a sex in the city, but for like a straight dude. It's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was really fun. It was like 11 episodes of these just terrible dates that this guy had been on. and That's hilarious. Yeah, it was really <laughs> fun. Um, did you do Joe's? Joe's NYC Bar, yeah. That, you wrote that? I didn't. It, well, it's not written. It is completely improvised. Or the concept, I'm sorry. I did not, no. Uh -huh. I did not come into that concept. I was invited into that concept. Um, but, yeah, that's... Well, let's, let's, oh, so I guess we'll kind of transition a little bit just about, um, I guess being able to do so many different side projects while, mm -hmm. you know, while working at the theme parks, like, yeah. you know, like Joe's, like Joe's yeah. MSC pub. We took uh, that to Edinburgh. Right, exactly. Ay. Yeah, so cool. So, yeah. well, what, what, what is that concept so people know? The, the concept of Joe's uh, is like a neighborhood bar in Brooklyn, um, and we would have these characters uh, just mingling with uh, the audience as they came in. I sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> I would describe it as 
Cheers if it were written by Mamet. Huh. So it's like very <laughs> gritty. It's very gritty and it, it, it can get kind of heavy. But then we have these really fun light moments as well. Um, but it, uh, it's uh, Christian Kelty who, who is the bartender, Gabriel. Okay. That, it's his baby. Um, he created this wonderful show and um, a really great ensemble. Uh, of various characters. It's like a Tony and Tina's wedding kind of deal, almost. It's in like a bar. It's a lot more gritty, though. Sure, it, sure, it, sure. It is. I mean, sure. You could say it's like a Tony and Tina's, in the in the sense that it is atmospheric and it is immersive. Right. Um, but we we do our best to keep it grounded, a little less zany. Tony and Tina's can be so like. Over the top. Look at me! Look at me! Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like we got these hilarious, like zany characters, and like that's not <laughs> what we're doing. Right. You know, we're not doing that with Joe's. It's yeah. It's like you could literally come in and talk about something. What uh, the, the the wonderful, wonderful thing that happens with Joe's is that people will really open up, and they will really talk about things that are impacting them, and they can have this really cathartic moment in the audience. And the so, actors are just there to kind of support that happening. Oh, okay. So it, when you when you say people are talking, you mean like the audience or the guests are are the ones, yeah, bringing up these like deep topics. Yeah, I mean we we kind of have a, um, we have an idea of like story sort of. We have like themes that we want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we kind of find a way uh, we kind of find a way to to make our entrances and to bring these thematic elements up. Um, but what we're what we do try to do in the course of the show is turn it out to the audience and kind of get them talking. So we we might be like you know what, you you know you you down at the edge of the bar. Um, I mean, has this ever happened to you? You know this kind of thing and the, it and the. You know, and then they're like, yeah, it has, and this is what happened, and blah, wow. blah, blah. And then they, you know, they'll, it's amazing. It is amazing. And then we'll, we'll get, like, people's opinions on things, and yeah. people will really want to talk. And it's really awesome when you have somebody who is, like, they have some really opposing views, and they, they can hammer this out. Like, they can be... T- <laughs> Heatedly discussing this over mm-hmm. the bar, but then we, as the actors, we kind of have that. We're, we're kind of like gauging this, yeah, and then we're sure. like, okay, now we can, we can move this into something else. Wow. You know. Do you guys have any plans to ever revamp that? I, I would love to. I'm always sure. open to do it. It's not up to me. Um, no, um, yeah, I just didn't know if there were any plans yeah. in the future yet. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll let you so just just we'll talk about the uh, just how hard it is because you do a lot of producing uh, like me producing shows and we talk about how Orlando is such a hub to do that to it produce is. shows because of Fringe and all those kind of things. Um, it talk is. about that challenges all those kind challenges. of things. challenges. I, I I was looking at your like questionnaire earlier, and uh, I think you know. You, Sorry, <laughs> Orlando. Orlando is a great place. Orlando is is a great community, and we have uh, so much talent. Uh, we have infrastructure. Mm. Uh, the only thing that seems to be 
missing is financial, is the, you know, people who want to, you know, front a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And these things can be very expensive, you know, especially, you, I, I don't like to ask people to work for free. Um, I have done that, I, you know, I, but it does eventually suck. You know, mm -hmm. that, that you're like, hey, you wanna come in and do this and you'll have real material for later. Um, yeah. You know, um, we, we would want to be able to pay mm -hmm. everyone for their work. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that that's the thing, it's, it's expensive and and there, nobody is like coming forward to me like, yeah, I'll give you a whole bunch of money to do that, mm -hmm. you know. So calling all producers, um, come know. on down to Orlando. And, and, and also vote for incentives that help bring work to Florida. That right? is one of the most frustrating things because like, I, I've been here when it was that, you know, yeah, back back yeah. in the day in the early '90s or mid '90s, it was like and that was the renaissance of like I, I, truly Orlando entertainment was. Yeah, the '90s. There was just so much happening, you know. Mm -hmm. There was so much stuff coming in, and then Doug Live. You're right. Ace Ventura stunt show. Those were things that happened, man. I was in a, I was in Ace Ventura Junior. So, <laughs> were you really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I had two scenes in that. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, you know, and then the the government decides that they don't want to incentivize that, and so all of that work went to Louisiana, went to North Carolina, mm -hmm. and then eventually went to Georgia, and now Georgia is just kicking ass. Like, everything shoots in Atlanta, yep. everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and now, you know, they're, understandably, they're going, Georgia is going, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not bringing in actors from other states, we're gonna do this you, you need here. to live here, right? Mm -hmm. you know, because we're getting tax incentives for <coughs> hiring Georgia residents, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like the, the pickings for Florida actors in that regard are very slim. So it's, it's like this whole thing. And that's why I'm like, whenever I'm doing these like workshops and like whenever I'm having these moments, I'm like, please vote, Yeah. vote, vote, vote. If you don't think that that it matters, it matters. Mm -hmm. The fact that we don't have these incentives in our state is insane. killing this industry, yep. mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and it's a lot of people, and a lot of people have left. A lot of people have moved right. to Georgia, and then so we got all these infrastructure just sitting there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, huh. so go vote, absolutely. I think <laughs> you can check out Film Florida, mm -hmm. filmflorida.com, and uh, look at all the information on there and educate yourselves as I will be doing because this is very important. It's important. Educate yourself. Educate, educate yourself. yourself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so what, what, are, what are some things that you see newer performers coming in with um, that, that you, what are some of the mistakes that you see most newer performers making and what, what do you, what advice would you give them? Especially, uh, you know, with your experience behind the table and as a teacher and all these kind of things, you know, uh, because this podcast caters to aspiring performers trying right. to come to Orlando and all that kind of stuff. So what, what mistakes do you see? Uh, this, this is, this is the what not to do section mm -hmm. oh. and, and we'll oh. get, we'll get, we'll get to the, um, positive things afterwards. Um, <laughs> I think, I, I, <laughs> I think that, uh, 
some things that are interesting, I don't know, uh, that, that I see occur are, <laughs> remember what serves the show. Remember what serves the show versus what serves your ego. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yes, it does. Mm -hmm. So I, I, but I feel free to uh, unpack well, that. Unpack. Uh, let me unpack that. <laughs> I, I have observed, you know, actors who, and, and I've done it. I'm sure I've done it. I, people are like, you do it too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you kind of <coughs> get in front of the audience and then it becomes a, like a, a, something becomes a three act play that doesn't need to be, and mm -hmm. doesn't really drive the show. That it sort of like halts the energy of the show. And, you know, of course we were talking about things that are, when th things are unscripted, or things that are, sort of have the freedom to, to be loose, uh, script-wise. Um, which a lot of our shows are. Right, but the reason that they're unscripted for that moment is because it doesn't, it, it doesn't, uh, bring you into like this weird uh, energy drop the reason that they're unscripted moments because oh, okay we have some time uh, to like and it's not going to stop the energy from going right uh you know but it's it's when that we were trying to get from a b to c that you go a b b and a half b and <laughs> yeah, b and yeah, three yeah. quarters c you know and and you watch people kind of embellish moments or 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 take these long things and, and you, I kind of want to go, okay, remember what serves the show, what mm -hmm. serves the audience um, getting from A to C quickly, mm -hmm. uh, moving the show along. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the things that we would always, always talk about in Joe's and it's something that I love is if you can say it in 50 words, you can probably say it in 25. And if you can say it in 25, you probably can say it in 14. You know, it, it's like you you can use economy, economy mm -hmm. of words, economy of, of uh, brevity is um, key, man. Sometimes these jokes, you know, especially in comedy, like mm. especially in things, you can over, you can get all of, you just spin around the setup, yeah. you know, and then before you hit the punchline, and by then you've lost the rhythm of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a great, that's a great little, even just a piece of advice. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen that. I've seen that because I've been trying to write stand up mm -hmm. as a thing too. So now I'm going more. I'm more now. I'm going okay how do I take this joke and make it tighter? And by being, by being tighter, it's more of a surprise and it, it, it mm -hmm. becomes. And the hardest thing about stand-up is that you're not gonna know the answer until you, until you perform do it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then you're sitting there kind of like talking to the audience and being like, I got this big long setup and now it just sucks. Right. <laughs> now it's, you know, <laughs> that just, it, it's gone. Um, uh, so that's one thing. Okay. Um, sort of keeping that in mind, what serve the show and not your ego. Um, I think the other thing is take notes. Be open to notes. It's interesting. Oh my gosh, yes. It's interesting the number of people that I've talked to 
who are not open to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of like, I'm just trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It's and, a, and I don't know if it's a, I don't Kids today. I don't want to do that. You no, know what I, I mean? don't think Be- it's. I don't think it's kids today. I mean, there there are a lot of actors my age that are. But I. But I. I, I want. Notes. I wonder. You know, because that 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 wasn't a thing. I think that's the, that to me anyway. Or um, fifteen years into this, there's there's a. Um, it's more of a recent thing that I've seen, or maybe it's just because of the you know group of people that I'm in or something like that. But it's it's been more the past five years that you know. Um, now that I've had to step into a more leader, leadership position, mm-hmm. it's I'm noticing it, it, it a lot more, and I wonder if there's if there's a cost, if, if there was like a catalyst, like what 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 was the what way it happen? Participation trophies. That's what it is. <laughs> Participation. Do you blame participation? <laughs> yeah, That's because really if funny. everything you do Whoa. is like first place, here you go. Good job, you I did it. You participated. Oh. Yeah. And of course, it, and taking became... a note is like. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. Um, everything I do is great. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Christina asking the real questions today. I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know if that, but I mean, that might be I, I grew up with part just of it. before the cusp of all the participation trophies. So that I, and, and the fact that my dad was like, you got to keep a little bit of you ain't shit in your head, you know, just so that you don't, you're not. Yeah. You, you're able to take notes. I yeah. think it's super important. I, I absolutely think it's important. I think it's, um. Uh, again, it goes back to serving the show. Serve the show, not your ego. Mm-hmm. So the note is generally to serve the show, mm-hmm. but but people don't want to hear that if they if their egos feel bruised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're 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 right at an hour. Okay. So I'm uh, we're gonna wrap this puppy up. All right. So Christina, will you uh, ask <clears throat> the final question? My oh, favorite question of the night. <laughs> Why do you love Orlando? And what's the biggest piece of advice that you could give to Billy from Delaware, who just wants to be a performer? Billy from Delaware. Uh, what I love about Orlando is the, I love the community in Orlando. I love the lifestyle of Orlando. Um, we have a real quality of life in Orlando. Um, my partner and I have talked, like I said, we've talked about going to other markets. We've talked about, what if we move to LA? What if we move to Chicago? What if we, well, what that means is we start over. We start over and then we're struggling and we're doing that thing, which we don't have to do because we're doing the thing anyway. Right. Okay, so, uh, you know, we have a house, we've got, you know, we've got our dogs and (laughs) we make a good living and, it's really great. The The community is extremely supportive. I, I feel like the, the, the people here are very, are usually genuinely happy for somebody who gets a successful thing. You know, I feel like maybe in other bigger markets or whatever, because it is so, because it is so hard to, to get things or to, to, um, to get a slice of that pie. I think that when somebody gets that slice of that pie, there might be a little bit more jealousy or a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, mm, towards less that. Less for me. Why, why him, not me? Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, whereas I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of pie in Orlando and, totally. and there's a lot of opportunity 
as we've talked about, there's just so yeah. many things that one can do here. Yeah. Um, that I think people are genuinely happy, like when when something really awesome happens for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and what what advice could I give to Billy from Delaware? Yeah. Um, I, I think Orlando's a great place to to be, whether you want to use it as a stepping stone, like you suggested earlier, mm-hmm. if you want to use it as a springboard to other markets, it's the it's a really nice place to do that mm-hmm. because you can get so much on your resume um, and take that elsewhere. If, if you really, really want to go to LA, if you really want to go to New York, um, you can be in a show here, you can get all of this stage time you can get all of that that's a, that's the uh, other exposures. thing yeah. exposure stage time experience time in front of a camera that you wouldn't get in another like you, totally you could go and do all these like full cell films you could do these like UCF films and you get this experience and you know what it's like to be on set and you know, and on stage and mm-hmm. in front of people. One of my one of my uh, best friends moved up to New York to become a stand-up comedian, and people were just shocked at like how easy she was on stage. And uh, and it's like because she's been doing it yes. for ten years in the theme park. Love that. You know, she just that is not an obstacle that she even has to think about. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Awesome. I love that. Seriously, um, thank you. We really appreciate you just taking the time and making this happen. It's awesome. Uh, If we've learned anything here today, there's so many opportunities, so much talent. Um, And improv is a really important skill to take with you. (laughs) Man, that is for sure. I mean, we didn't really touch on it, but everything is is supported by improv. Your commercials, your your theme park stuff, your film work. I mean. So uh, so take a class with John Conan over at SAC. Yeah, yeah seriously, check out uh, SAC Comedy Lab here in Orlando. We'll link that down in the show notes. And also check out Artsake Studios for yes. uh, acting classes. A really good place. Artsake.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely take classes and check out Play to Luna, the showcase yeah. that they do every year that will get you in front of really good people. Yeah. So, uh, um, do you want to plug social media or whatever with, if they if they want to find you? Anywhere? Sure. Yeah. Um, my my Insta is at created by John Conan. Uh, my Twitter is John Conan acts acts, and then uh, I also have an actor page on Facebook. Come on, actor page. You know, I got an actor page. I'm a public figure. Come on, girl. So. Uh, I love it. Um, no, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, well, seriously, John, thank you so much for being here. Uh, if you uh, have any questions for some of our masters in the industry, oh my god, oh my god, you can you can email us directly. <laughs> you can oh my gosh, get out of here. You can email us directly at otowndreamers at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at otowndreamers. Uh, also, uh, subscribe subscribe to us on YouTube and you can listen to us there. If you're on iTunes, five star us, girl. Give us a good review. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But seriously, John, thank you. Um, and remember, to all those people out there, we, we dream, dream for, for a living. living. Peace. Time, 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 time.